Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, the first half continues to belong to the dogs. Up 24-7 to with 90 seconds left in the first half, and they are knocking on the door once again. But that's not where we start this hour. We're going to start this hour of the John Chuckery Show. Chris Thomas filling in exactly where we left off because I need to pick our next guest's brain, and that is, of course, Caleb Johnson, he covers the Hawks for us right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline and welcome in Mr. Johnson. Caleb, appreciate the time during the national championship game. How are you? I am great, Chris. Look, I told you I was either going to be extremely nervous when we had this conversation or feeling really, really, really confident. And uh, thankfully, 24-7 to has me feeling really confident. And I feel like I can clear my head good enough to, uh, to talk some Hawks with you. All right, real quick before we get into the Hawks. Got a lot to ask you about the Hawks. The only thing I said, and I said this to Day-Day after they scored their last touchdown, are you okay with Stetson breaking out the swag walk before it's even halftime? I know they're up big, but he was starting to get a little cocky. I'm just saying maybe wait till the third quarter or fourth quarter. Um, I Look, I, I don't mind. I, I think if it wasn't, if it wasn't Stetson, like if it wasn't, his story and the guy, you know, walk on and, and the whole kind of thing that goes on with him, then I feel like it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like if it was a guy who's a, going to be a number one overall pick in the NFL, something like that, then you're like, oh, you know, he's just he's just playing confident, that sort of thing. So that's I'm not making too much of it, um, but I I personally prefer my quarterback, my players, just in general, to be humble people, but. At the same time, uh, I mean, I, I, I think he's got to know that this is not Ohio State a week ago. Like, this is a completely different team that I think they, they feel like they can really dominate. And, hey, look, so far they're, they're doing that. All right. I'll, I'll accept, acceptable answer. Survey says <laughs> ding, ding. Okay. All right. If I said 
Pick one of the following menu options to describe most the reason for where the Hawks are at right now. Number one, are Trey Young and Nate McMillan not the winning combo for the Hawks to get them to a championship? Number two, Trey Young still can't shoot the three. 31.4% on the season. Number three, he and DJ are still quote-unquote gelling together despite being halfway through the season. Or column four, more John Collins trade rumors further cementing a rift between the two. Those are, okay, those are my four options. Then can I go with... And I go with E uh, because I, I don't think it's really any of those things. I, I think there are, there are elements. Uh, look, we, we know obviously something happened uh, a few weeks ago with Nate and Trey. Obviously, we know Trey is not shooting as well as he has in the past. However, he is scoring. So we're, we're still getting uh, the, the version of Trey Young who is still able to put up points, even if it's not particularly from three. Um, the reason why I say, you know, going with option E, uh, well, A, go back to yeah, talking about John Collins. Uh, if you read uh, Sam Amick in the, uh, uh, in the Athletic today, if you've heard from John Collins talk in the past about trade rumors, John is on this whole, like, I don't really care. You know, it is what it is. I'm going to go out there and hoop. I'm going to go out there and play basketball. And whatever happens, happens. And John is a mature enough individual that I think he's capable of doing that while other guys might not be able to pull that off. However, what's the real problem with this team? Uh, Injuries is number one. Um, I think we're going into another season where injuries are truly plaguing this team so much so that they can't build any real chemistry and cohesion together. Uh, And then the second thing, and I've been saying this for weeks uh, and it's, one of those, like, it is what it is because I don't think a whole lot of changes are going to be made is I don't think this roster was put together very well. Um, if you heard Nate McMillan after the win, uh, uh, you know, just last, what, last night, night before, uh, my days run together at this point. But uh, after getting this win and coming home from the West Coast road trip, uh, he was asked about rebounding and why that's been an issue. And he was like, look, we're missing our big guy. Uh, and he was like, when we have Onyeka out there and John out there, we're small. Uh, and the fact is, you should be able to have another guy on your roster that can step in and fill that void. Frank Kaminsky played really well uh, the other night, but not consistently enough that he's been a piece that Nate McMillan can trust. Uh, and so that's been a, a glaring thing for the, for this team. Um, so injuries leading into cohesion being a problem and then yeah I mean I do think there are are a few issues um, with Trey Young and and uh, him not finding a shot this team needing to find a leader there's just so many different little things that are all adding up and that's how you end up with the Hawks being the 10th seed by the way the dogs do score again it is 31 to 7 okay let's go as the second quarter wanes here minute and 10 seconds left All right, Caleb, so we just laid out all the problems between my menu options and you throwing in a couple of items of your own. So here's – here's. let me lay it out as simple as possible. (laughs) What's the fix? Um, Well, here (laughs) – that's a great question. That's actually 
a a multi-million dollar question um, that belongs to one Landry Fields uh, because he gets to make the decision along with ownership of are they going to fix this team or are they going to ride it out because the options of fixing it right now aren't really feasible um, because what's going to fix it is going out there, getting some trades, um, and then what's going to fix it long-term is unfortunately uh, moving on from the current head coach because I don't think uh, there is enough um, belief right now. Uh, I know that's a, a favorite a phrase of Nate McMillan, but I don't think there's enough belief from this team as a whole, even if there are individual pieces that believe in Nate. Um, but the, the biggest thing is the players, the guys who are actually out on the floor. Um, I think this team needs more shooting and they need another big. Uh, and then they also need their guys to step up and perform. Um, like, you know, I know DeAndre Hunter has been working his way back from the, obviously the injury stuff that he's had um, and has been playing a lot better. John Collins, obviously another guy who, while he might not be shooting the ball well, uh, is still playing better and making more of an impact. Um, but they, they still need to add pieces to this thing. Um, and then I just I think there's an overall, when rubber meets the road and this team needs to rely on Nate McMillan to make decisions, um, I'm just not convinced that that's happening. Uh, and that's not something that I think is going to be fixed on this current coaching staff. And so I'm, I'm very curious. I think in a month from now uh, that Hawks fans might be very disappointed with how they go about this trade deadline uh, because it might be more of, you know, the Hawks being sellers, or it could be that the Hawks uh, stand pat and don't really do anything, which would kind of solidify the fact that they just want to ride this thing out, see what they can get, um, and maybe make another surprise, you know, uh, play in run and, and just play it out and then fix this thing in the off season. Talking all things Hawks with our Hawks reporter, Caleb Johnson, Chris Thomas filling in for John Chuckery right here on sports radio, 92, nine, the game again, Georgia up 31, seven with about 30 seconds left in the half. Okay. Bucks at home, Pacers on the road. Raptors on the road, Heat at home, Mavericks on the road. When the Knicks come into town on Friday, January 20th for a 7.30 p.m. tip-off, will Nate McMillan be the coach of the Atlanta Hawks? Um, I'm going to say yes. Um, I, I think he's going to be uh, because I think if they were going to make a move, it would have already happened. Obviously, you know, things could could get really dire and there could be some big blow up and obviously something could change. Um, but everything that I know from uh, speaking with people around this organization uh, and then obviously, you know, being able to talk to players on a somewhat regular basis, uh, it just, it really feels like Nate McMillan is going to be a part of this team until their final game of this season. Um, that's just the idea that I get. And I also know, you know, some things have been floated around, obviously, in the last couple of weeks about whether Nate McMillan was going to step away. Um, and he didn't. 
and the Hawks didn't usher him towards that direction. And so that leads me to believe that, that he's along for the ride. They're going to see what they can get out of this thing. Uh, this next stretch of games, obviously, you, you know, the teams you mentioned, um, surprisingly enough, the Bucks haven't been playing great basketball. And it seems like if we're going to get another Onyeka Okongwu start, uh, Onyeka has defended Giannis Antetokounmpo extremely well this season. And they've seen each other so often, so you have to feel some confidence about that matchup. Uh, and then Atlanta going back to Indy after their embarrassment they had a few weeks ago, I have to feel like there, there's got to be some level of pride that this team is not going to get embarrassed once again. Um, and then, so you, I, I think you at least split these next four games before you get to that, uh, that game against Luka and the Mavericks. I know you saw what I just saw. I could hear it in your voice. That's right. The dogs score again. 37 to 7 with 26 yeah, seconds left so in the half. Can 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 Stetson can Stetson celebrate now? Is he allowed to celebrate now? Uh, you know what? I think at this point, you know, we can let him we can let him uh, play out the string here as we like to say. Okay, you mentioned yeah. DeAndre Hunter earlier and I'm glad you did because he is, to me, by far the most frustrating player on this team because he has the talent to be a multi-year all-star. He can do everything on the court. He just can't stay healthy, and he can't do it consistently. Is there is all hope lost with DeAndre Hunter? I mean, they paid him. Is he ever going to be the true number three, you know, 3A with JC that we all think he can be? Talk me off the ledge with that uh. one. Um, oof, if you're on a ledge about DeAndre Hunter, I'm not the guy to talk to then. Um, I think, you know, with one of those, if it was just me and you talking, and I know there's obviously listeners out there, um, I am not the most optimistic person when it comes to DeAndre Hunter. I was a person who quite honestly didn't believe uh, they should have given the contract that they did. Um, I, I would have rather liked to see the season play out and, and you know, let be what be in the future. Uh, however, he's a part of this team now, uh, and I think similar to John Collins, he's got the contract with it that's going to make it very difficult for you to be able to move on from him uh, without really giving some stuff up. So, you know, getting used to what the kind of player that he is, um, I think the thing that DeAndre Hunter's got to figure out is being more, A, be healthy, uh, but then be more of a, um, a a team player. Uh, I don't. It, it seems so often that when DeAndre Hunter gets the ball offensively, uh, his vision is just strictly at the basket, and it's um, you know I, I've got to score. There's, there's not a whole lot of passing involved with his game. Obviously, we know what he can do defensively, uh, and that's something that this team needs a lot of. The inconsistency stuff. It just feels like, I mean, at this point, we've, we've seen enough out of DeAndre Hunter that this is the guy that we're going to get, um, and you've got you to gotta make do with it. I don't, that's what I kind of get back to, like the head coach thing where the people crying for uh, wanting a change there is I'm thinking, is there something that Nate McMillan isn't getting out of DeAndre that someone else could get? That's really the, the, the best thing that I've got. Um, because I know his defense is solid, and I know he can create his own shot um, and, and, you know, confidently get to the basket. But involved in a system, uh, there's just so many times that this team um, gets 
just single-minded and doesn't play as a team together. And in the day and age of the NBA that we have right now, uh, team basketball is as important as ever. Uh, there's just not as much ISO stuff, and I think DeAndre might have played better in a league that was more ISO dominant, uh, and that's kind of what you get out of him. So like I said, I, I'm not the person to give you the, the real boost of confidence and say, step down from that ledge because DeAndre is going to turn into a different player. It's just not going to happen. All right. Well, one thing we can have confidence in is uh, UGA showing out in the first half of this game. So, Caleb, thank you for the time, and enjoy the rest of this game, sir. All right. You have a good one, man. All right. Caleb Johnson, you know you know what I like about Caleb? Keeps it real, man. If he doesn't like something, he's going to tell you. That's why he's a good reporter and good at his job. All right. When we get back right here on the John Chuckery Show, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Chris Thomas in for JC tonight. The Falcons just ended their season, and they have a lot of questions. So Day-Day is going to throw some of those at me, and I will answer them swiftly, firmly, and aggressively as only we can here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomas in for John Chuckery tonight, taking you up until the end of the College Football National Championship game, which is currently at halftime. Oh, I and thought you were going to say over. 
Well, I mean, that too. <laughs> I mean, Georgia is leading by, uh, I believe the score is 34 to 7? 38. 38 to 7. I even shorted them a few points there. Day Day, before we get into your Falcons questions, I just want to say something. Sir. So we have two TVs on in the studio here. Mm-hmm. One, I have the main broadcast on, right. of course, ESPN. The second one is on the SEC network. Um, and they're doing like their own special roundtable broadcast, which is cool. But they cut to their halftime show, which is a panel. Mm-hmm. And on that panel is Roman Harper. And his suit game tonight mm. is so strong <laughs> that if I could ever replicate even a quarter of that amount of swag, I'd really be on to something. Because I don't have the confidence, the courage, or the conviction, frankly the waistline, but we're working on that, uh, to be able to pull something like that off. He's got a white, the white overtone with blue crossing stripe patterns mm. on both the jacket and the pants. And this thing is out of control. It's popping. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the earrings in that are flashing. He's got the beard trimmed up nice. This guy is out looking to kill tonight. And frankly, he's <laughs> he doing He knows it. it's going to be a party, so I, I just got it because that was the first thing I saw when I looked up when this game went to halftime. I was like, man, Roman Harper is putting everybody else to shame. He looks better than Laura Rutledge does tonight. And that's saying something, man. All right. With that said, we got to talk about the Falcons because their season is over. They mm-hmm. beat Tom Brady for the first time. It was a great game. I was at the game. Thought Desmond Ritter did a good job. But there are so many questions for this team. And Day-Day has a nice little five-pack for me. So why don't we get started? All right. So here we are. Number one, like you said, um, season ultimately ended better than even the experts predicted. So with that said, everything you saw from the Falcons this season, with the right couple of offseason moves, will they win the NFC South next year? Uh, they'll definitely be in contention, and they will win it if Tom Brady does not come back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Um, I really believe in this process. I also think the Saints and the Panthers are, if not in the same place as us, mm-hmm. slightly further behind. Uh, I know the results of the games would dictate otherwise, but that is how much I believe in what Coach and Terry Fontenot are going to do with $70 million of cap space this offseason mm-hmm. and the number eight overall pick. But if Tom Brady comes back, all bets are off, man. Okay. So I will say yes if Tom Brady, which I believe is going to happen, is the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I think he might be done with Tampa Bay. I'm with you on that. So I, I feel like the Falcons, again, right moves made. They can they can come out on top of this division. Now, with that being said, with that cap space, with the offseason moves that need to be made, is the offensive line the first order of business in your opinion? See, this is something, it's funny you say that. Bo Morgan and I, obviously, Bo, the producer of Dukes and Bell and the Atlanta Falcons Radio Network, as well as my sports radio compadre on the other side of the glass, which you can hear weekends right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We were debating this the other day, and I said go edge rusher mm-hmm. with the first pick that they have. And he said, no, 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 you go defensive lineman. And I said, defensive lineman? He said, yeah, I believe in Ebicady 
and I believe in Malone, mm -hmm. and you bring back Carter, and you bring back Rashawn Evans, and I think they have enough there. But they need an interior defensive lineman next to Grady that's going to disrupt the rush of the other team and get in the quarterback's face from up the middle. He said that was the reason why there were so many deep shots given up by the Falcons' secondary this year. It wasn't as much the corners and safeties playing poorly. It was that the quarterback, when he would step up in the pocket, could avoid the rush from the defensive tackles and just heave the ball down the field. So I would say offensive line with my second-round pick, okay. cornerback with my third-round pick, and give me a big old big boy <laughs> to clog up the middle next to Grady Jarrett with my first-round pick. Okay. All right. Tyler Algier rushing for 1,000 yards this season. Can he do it again? Will he have back-to-back 1,000-yard -back rushing seasons? I'm going to say no, but not because of him. I'm going to say the Falcons go back to more of a running back by committee style because you see how quickly running backs wear down in this league. Uh, as we talked about with Joe Patrick, I don't know what the status of Cordero Patterson is going to be this season or next season. Um, and if they do bring him back, I would expect it to be on more of a pitch count, as you saw towards the end of this season. So I think they're going to bring in somebody else to be a true complimentary back to him and split the carries and split the receptions out of the backfield because that is something the Falcons are going to do heavily, as we saw. Ritter, a lot like Mariota, scrambles out of the pocket, so he finds the running back a lot running out on the flat. So I'm going to say, Day Day, that he does not get 1,000 again next year, but it's not because he's dropped off. It's because the Falcons brought in some reinforcements. And change it up a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Free agency. Will they make a big splash? Will they go get a big name? Somebody that definitely can be a difference maker on one side of the ball or the other. Well, they have to. I mean, there's just too many holes in too many places right now for them not to make a splash. And they have too much money not to as well. I mean, $70 million in cap space. Like I said, you better not screw that up. If they go into next season and they're not competing for a playoff spot and they don't make the playoffs next season, I don't know uh, if it'll be the GM or the coach or both, but I'm not sure that we see Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot together, at least in Atlanta in 2024, if 2023 free agency in the draft does not result in at least, I mean, you got to sign one star player with all that money, if not two or three. So I'm going to say by default, it, it has to be just because okay. you have the money, you have the cap space, you have the draft pick. We got to just plug these holes one at a time. I would love to see them go get me personally, mm -hmm. the best safety that's out there, whoever that is. I don't know who it is off the top of my head, but as uh, Joe alluded to as well, there were too many times where you saw the guys that we have make an almost play, right. as I like to call it, where they almost make the play, and then the guy gets past them where they miss the tackle, and then we give up a bomb play. So go get a big-time safety, go get a big-time edge rusher, and here we go. All right, last one for you. Which Falcons rookie do you feel like really needs to have a great second season? I'm going to go with Troy Anderson. I think he's going to make a big leap. I think – this year you saw flashes and you saw him 
Base, he was what I saw out there. I could be wrong. Obviously, I'm not a defensive coordinator in the NFL, but what I saw was a guy making plays with his pure athleticism. Mm-hmm. That dude is an athlete, and that dude is a baller. But he needs to become a true positional defender. He needs to be able to play his spot, always make the right read, always make the right tackle. And uh, I th- I think he'll be able to do that next year. I, now, here's the tricky part, Day-Day. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's going to be the defensive coordinator DC, next right. year. Yeah. Uh, if you missed it, uh, Dean Pease did announce he's retiring from the NFL today after 50 years in coaching, which is just phenomenal. So we wish him all the best, but that leaves a giant hole for the Falcons to fill. So I think Troy Anderson can be that guy to fill that to fill that void, but he really needs to – Hit the he needs to hit that playbook like he's a quarterback this offseason. Right. And I feel he could become one of the best linebackers in the league. What about you? Is there a rookie you saw this year that you were like, this guy's gonna pop next year? Um, I'm with you with Anderson, but Algier just really I loved what that kid was doing, man. And again, you you just you don't know with uh with, with Arthur Smith and we're going what they may decide to do in the offseason offensively as far as coming in with strategy, but I would love to see where that kid just really becomes uh, so much of a factor that it does help Ritter maybe develop and become uh, the future quarterback for the Falcons. So, And our question of the night here, I haven't tossed it to you yet. Did you see enough from Ritter through four games to come in next year and say, hey, this guy is QB1, no doubt about it, maybe bring in a vet, we're definitely not drafting somebody, Ritter is the man. I mean, I think I saw enough. Now, was it um, – would you have liked to have seen more? Sure. But in the four games, I would say yes. I saw enough to where I would feel comfortable starting 2023 with him as QB1. But at the same time, to your point, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to bring in you know, a veteran that if – Need be, and I got to pull him and sit the kid, then that's what I'm going to do. But I saw enough to be confident that I think he can come in and be QB1 starting next season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who that guy is. You know, you've heard all the rumors about guys like Jimmy G or somebody of that ilk. That's going to be a tricky line to balance because you don't want to bring in somebody that's too good that's going to take him to school in the offseason. And you also don't want to bring in somebody that's a clipboard holder like a Joe Flacco was for the Jets this year. And we saw what happened on Sunday when they tried to bring him in (laughs) to try to spoil the (laughs) Dolphins' season. And the Jets amassed a total of, I believe it was, six points on two field goals. So that'll be an interesting decision for the Falcons. Good job, Day-Day. We'll hear from you a little later in the program as well because you will have more questions for me and I will have more answers for you. That's how we work it here on the John Chuckery Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, when we come back... Second half looks like it will be underway, so we'll keep you updated on that. And I have to admit that I was very, very wrong about something, and it has nothing to do with the world of sports. I'll tell you what that is when we get back. Chris Thomas in for John Chuckery. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Second half about to get underway of the national championship game. The dogs on top, big 38 to 7. We'll keep you posted on that all show long. Chris Thomas in for John Chuckery. I will be with you until the end of the national championship game. And then our very own Dylan Matthews and Oren Romain come your way. And they're going to open up the phone lines at 404 7410 And they will allow you guys to call in and react to what looks like looks like it'll be Georgia's second consecutive national championship. What a first half it's been. They will break everything down for you. But before we get into that, after that game is over, I'm not one of these sports talk radio hosts that you're going to hear. If I make a wrong opinion or if I get something wrong, I'll admit it. Because you know what? I want transparency between you and I. When you listen to me on the radio, I want you to know that I'm a voice you can trust. I'm a man of the people. And when I'm wrong about something, you turn on your radio and you know you're going to get an honest message from me. And boy, was I wrong about this. Day Day, did you see the first Avatar movie? Yes, I did. Okay. What did you think of it? I loved the first one. I thought it was dope. I really did. Okay. I did too. But... When I went to go see the second one, mm-hmm. not going to lie, my expectations weren't low, but they weren't particularly high either. I was kind of like, all right, this will be a fun popcorn movie. Uh, you know, you get the big old bucket of popcorn. It was me. It was my father. He was uh, down here in Georgia celebrating his 60th birthday. He wanted to go awesome. see the Happy movie. Happy belated birthday to him. Yeah, shout out to uh, Pops back home. And our buddy uh, Todd, who's become like my adopted family here. He, they live out in Canton. Shout out to the Divine family. Us three gathered in the studio. We did it big. We did uh, 3D, IMAX, with the glasses, the whole shebang. I was like, all right, let's settle in for a three-hour and 15-minute fun popcorn, you know, holiday movie. And Day Day? <sighs> I was so wrong. This movie kicked serious butt. Really? This was a fan-freaking-tastic movie. Nice. This movie blew me, ironically, the name of the movie is Avatar The Way of Water. This movie blew me out of the freaking water. Everything about it was absolutely phenomenal. The acting, the way that they... The best way I can describe it, Day Day, Mm -hmm. is that when they had the shots of the movie under the water, you felt like you were underwater with them. Wow. Everything in the background was moving. They have all these crazy creatures that are swimming around the Avatar characters as they're 
you know, learning how to swim underneath the water and hold their breath for five minutes at a time, and they're interacting with the world around them. Man, I don't know if I've ever been so wrong about a movie. Mm. And this led me to think, what movie did you watch where you went in and you were like, eh, this will be okay, or maybe you even got dragged to go. Maybe wifey wanted to go see something and you were like, ugh, this is our Friday night date night. (laughs) But whatever, you sat through it and then you walked out and you were like, hey, you know what? This was pretty damn good. So let me know, 404-741-0929. What movie or TV show have you watched where you went in and you were just like, all right, I'll just check this out. And then when it was over, you were like, holy crap, that is one of the best movies or TV shows I've ever seen. I just had that experience with Avatar 2. Is there a movie that you or TV show that comes to mind for you when I say that? Um, for me, uh, it, it's funny. Uh, it was a movie my wife dragged me to. And I, the name, I can't think of it right offhand. I'm sure it'll come to me. But it was uh, one of Melissa McCarthy's early films. Uh, it was the one Bridesmaids. Yes, great movie. And we were actually, ironically, we were on our, uh, we were celebrating our anniversary. So we were in Toronto when we saw it. And I want to say one of the Transformer movies that came out at the same time. And I wanted to go see the Transformers movie, but the time starts and all that were different. So she's like, "Well, I want to see Bridesmaids," and I was like, "I don't want to see this. It's a chick flick. I don't." Man, I laughed so hard in that movie, like. So that was that's definitely one that comes to mind right away when you said that. Yeah, that's a great movie as well. Uh, another one for me was Rocky. Uh, uh, the I know, originals? I know how popular it is. Okay. But I, I'm i not going to lie. I t- as, as a millennial, hands <laughs> up in the air, I tend to find older movies a little harder to sit through. The pacing... The graphics, everything is just a little, it's a little slower. Understood. But I watched Rocky for the first time a few years ago, and I was like, okay, I get it. I was like, I get it. This is awesome. That The fight scenes, you know, the underdog story, you know, the emotion behind it. I was like, this isn't just a meathead movie. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is a great one. Yep, yep, definitely is. Now, the other thing I have to do in this segment is call out one of our own. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and you know what, Day-Day? You're directly affiliated with this Uh-oh. show, so you may have you may have some tea to bring back to our morning show coming up with our very own uh, now Philadelphia bound Hugh Douglas. Uh oh, I was listening. Uh huh. Oh, I was listening, and y'all reviewed a m- little movie. Called, oh yeah, last called, week. Yeah, Violent Night. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Hugh. Sorry, I love you. <laughs> Hugh is the reason I'm working at this station today through my relationship with him. But my guy, you are so wrong on this one. <laughs> Violent Night was a great holiday movie. Okay, see, I still got to see that one. Yeah. Because I was on the fence about it when I saw the trailers. I was just like, eh. Go see it. Okay. Well, you know what? Now you don't even have to. I can stream to. it now, right? Yep, it's on Amazon. It's everywhere you okay. can. Okay. Cool. You know, you do the whole punch in the fire stick thing and you can find it. It's so much fun. Like, you know, Hugh presented it as if, like, you have to do so much, like, world believing and, like, <laughs> spinning it. Like, man, I can't get centered watching this movie. Hugh, it's about Santa Claus who kicks some ass and helps a family <laughs> who's being robbed on Christmas. What, like, this isn't a Hollywood blockbuster Academy Award winning film. 
It was so good. It was so much fun. The acting was great. The violence was great. And there's some gratuitous violence in this movie. <laughs> I mean, there's a scene towards the end. I won't spoil it for you. Look out when they get to the cabin, if you're going to watch this movie. Once you see the cabin near the house, it's about to go the freak down. Okay. Things are about to get so real. Santa Claus starts using things for weapons that you can only dream of in your worst possible nightmare. And with that said, the movie was so good. So, Day Day. Okay. Listen. Uh, It's on the watch list right now. Hugh Hugh has a lot of good opinions on TV and movie. I listen to Hugh's world almost every day because I find it to be very entertaining. But he was so wrong on that one. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, Hugh, take the L, bro. (laughs) Like, you got to take the L on that one. Uh, Listen, I know you're in Philly right now, so you're probably not uh, listening to me, but I have a feeling between you and the rest of the morning crew will make it back to him. Yeah, yeah. We'll make sure we, uh, you know, just fill him in a little bit. Yeah, you got to keep him him abreast (laughs) of of the situation. Um, other, Other movies that I've watched that I was, like, going into that, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know what to expect. And it really, really impressed me. Was And I talked about this, actually. Go check it out. Cheap plug. Uh, my podcast off-air on the Odyssey Podcast Network, which I do with our head honcho here, Mike Conti. We talked about this on today's episode, which will be dropping tomorrow morning. So download that wherever you get your podcasts. Is Top Gun. Top Gun's another the movie. The second one or the original? Well, the fir- well, so I watched the first one Okay. the night before I went to go see the second, the second one. one. Okay, gotcha. So the first one I thought was going to be like a cheesy 80s no. movie. No. And I was like, I was like, man, when when he died, Goose, I, I yeah, was like, yeah, 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 what? Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting very, this. Yeah, that's a very emotional scene. I wasn't expecting this. Yes. I didn't have the Kleenex ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is not that type of movie. This is supposed to be fun and light. No, no. So Top Gun, so I'm telling my age here, but obviously when I, I was, uh, I think I was either 8th, ninth, 10th grade, somewhere around there. But uh, that was a movie that uh, once it came out on VHS, I was watching it almost every day after school. Like that's how good that movie was to me. And the soundtrack too. Oh I mean, yeah, iconic. Yeah. Well, that's when soundtracks actually meant something. People You're right actually about that. bought soundtracks back then. Facts. And then I loved. So then when I watched Top Gun two, it was so everything was so fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. So when they opened the movie with Danger Zone, yeah. And when they got the whole scene at the piano where they're singing, yeah. And it calls back to the first one. I was like, man, this these movies are pretty impressive because yep. I mean. So you said you're revealing your age, but I got I gotta call gotta call it out a little bit. There are a lot of '80s movies that I've watched that I got to admit I just I didn't get it. Okay, like Saint Elmo's Fire, okay. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club is classic. <sighs> Breakfast Club is classic. It was like it was like a less funny version of like Super Bad. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like the millennial versions of some of these movies are just a little bit, but maybe that just plays to my millennial sensibility. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, a lot of those movies too, they would have like uh, you know, like the Saint Elmo's Fires. Like this is when a lot of those actors from back then, the Rob Lowe's, all those guys, they were uh, you know, they were put together in all these kind of like 
star ensembles, so to speak. That was kind of like our star ensembles. Yeah, like the back Seth in the Rogen day. crew now yeah, of all exactly. those guys back then. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever watched The Outsiders? Yes. Now, what did you think about that? That was a good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Um, what are some? What are some of the? Oh, the Goonies. Goonies. Yes. <sighs> you didn't like Goonies. It was a tough watch, man. That was pretty funny though. <sighs> all right. What about Weird Science? Never saw Weird Science. You got to check Weird Science. That's now. That's another one that I would watch like religiously. Like that was another one I thought was hilarious. I did like Porky's. You, you, Porky's. What's well, season now for me? Porky's came out. I was too young. Okay. The Porky's movies, the original Meatballs movies. Like now, I can go back and watch those and and get the humor. But I was a little too young when those came out. And the, what's the what's the other one? The classic one with. Uh, where, where they're in the school, the frat house, and they, the guys... Animal never, House. Yeah, Animal House. James, uh, John Belushi. Yes. Yes. Um, I watched that one. Again, I'm going to get ripped for this, but it's just because of my <laughs> age. Like, uh, like for me, I thought, like, American Pie was funnier. Okay. But that's just... But that's your version of yeah, that movie, Yeah, but the, again, that's, yeah. that's my version. So maybe it's just, like, the music and the references and... You know the the sign of the time sort of a thing. Like maybe some <laughs> some of those references and some of those movies outdate me a little bit. That um, could be it. <laughs> and you know the other thing I'm gonna say, I di- I don't like movies like Spaceballs. Okay. It's for me, Day Day. Uh huh. And I don't know how our audience feels about this. I'm not a big fan of like stupid funny. If okay. That makes sense. Okay. So even some of like the Will Ferrell movies, they're a little too. Uh, uh, it's a little too slapsticky. Really? Like I, I like my comedy to be, like I laugh more at what like the people say okay. and the scenarios they're in, as opposed to like, you know, somebody getting drunk and falling through a glass window, or you know, placing their private parts on a drum kit. Like okay, they, like so you didn't like Step, Step Brothers. Brothers. All yeah. right, but what about Talladega Nights? Talladega Nights is classic. <sighs> Come on, man. Me, man. Oh, my gosh. Come on, you Ricky know, Bobby. You know what's funny? You know what my favorite Will Ferrell movie is? And then I know we got to catch a break here. Uh-huh. Um, kicking and Screaming. If okay. you've ever seen yeah. that one where yeah. he's the soccer coach. Yes. Because to yes. me, that movie is just funny without any of the extracurriculars. Okay. It's just Will Ferrell's acting in that movie. He is just hysterical. <laughs> and there's not any of this, like, Big glitz and glamour storyline or like ridiculous scenarios that they're put in. It's just him being a soccer coach trying to get revenge, and it's absolutely hysterical. Yeah, it was funny, but for me, I think for me, Talladega Nights definitely was my favorite real. And I think our audience would agree mostly with you on that. They'd probably say that or maybe even old school. Well, you know what they say. Sports radio hosts are quirky people, <laughs> and I just revealed one of my major quirks with our audience on the air tonight, that I am not a fan of what I like to call stupid, funny movies. You know it's not stupid? The way Georgia continues to run a rough shot on the TCU Horn Frogs in this game. We'll give you an update on the score. When we get back, we'll also chat with our buddy Russell Baxter, fan-sided NFL. Will Aaron Rodgers hang it up this season? We'll get his take on that and much more. It is Chris Thomas in for the John Chuckery Show right here on Sports Radio 99 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.